Under the Cortex is brought to you by Macmillan Learning Psychology. This is Charles Blue with the Association for Psychological Science with another in our series of mini-episodes of Under the Cortex. This series presents the compelling and innovative research of our 2022 recipients of the Janet Taylor Spence Award for Transformative Early Career Contributions. Today, I'm talking with Pat Lockwood with Birmingham University. Thank you for joining me. Thanks so much for the invitation to speak to you today. Can you tell us a little bit about your current field of research? What are you most interested in looking into? What are you trying to solve? What we're trying to solve is um, to understand the cognitive, computational, and neural mechanisms um, that determine how we learn and decide in social situations. And one thing that we're really interested in is how these processes change across the lifespan, so how they might be different from when we're a young adult to when we enter older age. And what have you been able to determine that, say, researchers didn't know prior to your research? One of the um, things we've discovered recently is that something called pro-social behavior, so decisions that we make that help other people so they have a direct benefit for someone else, these processes seem to maybe change a bit, or at least they differ as we get older. And I think this is really interesting because most research on aging had focused on non-social differences or changes. So we know lots of things happen just with the normal process of aging. So things like our working memory might get a bit worse or our physical abilities might decline a little bit. But we didn't know so much about what happens to our social behaviour. So we've been interested in looking at what happens to our social behaviour and trying to answer the question of whether older people become more pro-social as they get older. And what was the result of this research? What did you take away or or actually what most excites you about uh, the findings you've had so far? One of the things uh, we found recently was we were lucky enough to be part of a global collaboration that was looking at the impact of the pandemic on social and moral psychology across the world. And we thought this is a great opportunity to be able to look at the effects of age in this data set. And what we saw was that actually in most countries around the world, this link between age and pro-social behaviour was there. So kind of wherever you are in the world, the older people were, the more pro-social they seemed to be in terms of how much money they were willing to donate to a charity helping victims of coronavirus. And we thought that was really exciting because we'd seen in the lab in a few of our more precise, longer experiments that older people seemed to be pro-social. But then we kind of replicated that effect around the world. Have there been other concrete examples of this increased pro-social behavior in older people? Are there other examples that would be particularly striking? Yeah, so in our in our lab studies, what we saw, so we have this task where we can very precisely measure how willing people are to put in physical efforts to help other people. And we tested this in, in a large number of younger adults, and we saw that people are willing to put in physical effort to help others, but they seem to be less willing to do so than they are for themselves. And when we tested this in older adults, it was quite interesting because we found that older adults were more willing to put in physical effort than younger adults when it helped someone else. And this is kind of despite, as I mentioned, maybe you think that kind of physical abilities might change as you get older, but actually the older people in the lab seem to be more willing to put in effort to help others. 
Well, that gives me something else to look forward to in the next uh, few decades of my life. Actually, looking forward, what are the current hurdles? What are the areas that are not really yet well-defined or the major challenges in your field that you would like to see addressed that would help advance this research? I believe one of the main challenges is linking up these different levels of explanation. So I'm really interested in what happens in the brain. But when you study something like pro-social behaviour, you have to be able to link what's happening in people's behaviour to what's happening in the brain. Um, And recently, there's been some statistical approaches to do this. So we can build these um, computational models of behaviour. And we can also use these what's known as multivariate techniques. And what's really cool about both of these approaches is we can actually link people's behaviour directly to the brain. So we can test what people do on a task and see the signals that happen in response to that. And that's quite different from um, when we were looking at the brain and without these statistical approaches, because you just have to subtract activity from two conditions. So you could show a part of the brain responded more to faces compared to houses, but you can't really do that to link the behavior. So I think some of these um, statistical approaches that sometimes come from other fields are really influencing social cognition and helping us get a handle on linking brain and behavior. Um, I think the second challenge related to that is is whether we have good theories of kind of how social learning and decision making works and whether it's different from how we learn and decide for ourselves. And I think solving that challenge is really important if we want to increase pro-social behaviours in people or treat disorders of social cognition. We need to know, do we just um, enhance learning and decision making in general Or is there something quite specific or special about social behavior, which is what we need to change? Well, this is Charles Blue, and I would like to thank my guest, uh, Pat Lockwood, for her time and discussion on her current research and congratulate you on receiving the 2022 Spence Award by APS. Thank you for joining me. Thanks very much. Introducing Macmillan Learning's Achieve for Psychology, setting a whole new standard for integrating assessment, activities, and analytics into your teaching. Now live and dedicated version for Macmillan's 2022 psychology titles, Achieve brings together everything instructors and students love about our digital course content, including interactive ebooks, learning curve adaptive quizzing, additional assessments, immersive learning activities, extensive instructor resources, and more all in a powerful yet easy-to-use new platform. And now, we'd like you to have an exclusive first look and tell us what you think. Go to macmillanlearning.com forward slash psych sessions for your own special preview of Achieve. Macmillan's Achieve for Psychology, engaging every student, supporting every instructor, setting the new standard for teaching and learning.